You know, when I reflect on all the events surrounding this COVID-19 pandemic, I get a sense that I'm living something like the movie, The Matrix. You know, real-time movement, slow-mo events that are constantly fluid. It's really been your and my life for the past year and a half. Stick with me. Let's muse together about this public health emergency. And I'll share a little bit what I've learned so far as it relates to EMS billing. I'm super glad you've downloaded our podcast today. Welcome to the QMC Board and Collar. News and thought-provoking discussion for today's emergency medical service professional. The Board and Collar podcast series is brought to you by QuickMed Claims, a national leader in emergency medical transportation revenue cycle management and reimbursement consulting. Now, your host for today's Board and Collar podcast from QMC's business development team, Chuck Humphrey. So let's take a look in the rearview mirror. Like me, I'm sure that you've taken some time to reflect on what you've learned over the last 15 months since COVID-19 crashed its way into all of our lives. Those of us who serve in whatever capacity in EMS certainly have been affected in an enormous way. As an ambulance billing partner, it occurs to me that I may be able to unveil what I've seen cross our desk that's pretty unique in, in the history of this whole thing. So let's take a minute and look in that rearview mirror in just the next few minutes. You know, the best way that I believe I can adequately describe as I'm thinking about all this stuff of the last year is the point to all of this pandemic's happenings in parallel to the movie, The Matrix. Yeah, The Matrix. You know, uh, that bullet time visual effects of real time interspersed with slow-mo ebbs and flows made for a great visual. And as I think about it, it's kind of been the way this thing has unrolled. We used the word fluid, really, until it got nauseous, continually in this office, because at one moment we were speeding towards educating our clients about waivers and stimulus incentives and uninsured patient payment programs, only to learn two minutes later that there was something new to focus on. Unlike any other time that I can remember in my career at EMS and EMS billing, has there been so many unique government-driven changes and revisions just popping at you from all sides. Now, I hope you were able to stay on top of them because there's coming a day soon, and we're already really seeing it, when those auditors are going to be, begin knocking on our doors. And on that note, speaking of audits, they're back. What a unique time 2020 was when the typical CMS and state-driven Medicaid audits came to a grinding halt. Now, I got to tell you, I'm sure, and I hope you agree, that we found it all quite refreshing. But by the same token, I couldn't help but wonder if it didn't put us in some kind of false sense of security. Probably the most unsettling part of it all is reading news articles detailing some immediate fraud incidences of healthcare providers who attempted to or actually achieved fraud by bilking the system taking advantage of some of the relaxations meant to support the healthcare industry as a whole. And of course, we all know that because of these people, dare I say, knuckleheads, we all pay dearly as we now see the ratchet up of auditing unleash over the past month or two. If you think you got away with something, chances are you're at risk for an orange jumpsuit to be added to your wardrobe very soon. So get ready. The boom is hitting as we all expected. If just 18 months ago, you'd have told me that in a blink of an eye, EMS would be seen as a healthcare provider 
and less of an ambulance driver, I'd have laughed at you. So that brings up my second point. This COVID pandemic immediately thrust EMS agencies and their staff into the role of healthcare provider. And without a period of elongated testing and examination, which is typically the way we move into changes. Now, don't get me wrong. We haven't completely arrived just yet. But in the last month alone, we have seen CMS issue a waiver allowing for reimbursement of a base rate less mileage for treatment in place. Most of us didn't anticipate anything even remotely close to such an exception without at least extensive review of the infant ET3 demonstration program. But here we are. Medicare, although limited in scope and practice for the time being, is allowing for a shift in a paradigm that has existed since everyone awoke to the fact that Medicare pays for ambulance transports. This alone is probably one of the largest gains for the EMS industry in the United States. The ripple effect from this one brief off-ramp will set the ground for a shift in the payment model and the entire landscape for EMS, be it operations, billing, reimbursement, or even recognition as an accepted individualized player in the larger healthcare screening. I have no doubt in my mind that Congress, CMS, state governments, and even other insurance payers will soon, tomorrow, probably not, but soon, be announcing new avenues to reimburse EMS agencies for medical services provided in the field and without requiring that we transport our patient to get paid. You know, folks, if that's the silver lining in this COVID-19 painted cloud, somehow we will all be able to look back and point to where our industry took its next big step in the revenue model leap. So there you have it. What is it that you have learned? I shared what I learned. Would love to hear from you. Let us know. And you know, don't forget, there are over 150 of these QMC EMS Board and Power podcasts out there for you to listen to. Take a listen using the podcast channel of your choice. Until we meet again, hey, be safe out there.